Aaron Rodgers chose the Jets, and that has been on White shirt is your friend on two fronts. The white shirt in the summertime is the fat man's friend. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! And the Big Ten Championship is in Champaign! They rush the floor! And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois. It's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. High quality H2O right there. And Eric Fry. So I'll pull up and be like, I get a loud sweet tea. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in uh, to a Thursday edition of the uh, starting lineup. Thirsty Thursday, throwback Thursday, whatever you want this uh, Thursday uh, to be. It is September 14th, 2023. No denying of that. And this is the starting lineup. We're live here on the air on 98.9 The Game. And we're here until the noon hour here on ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, the usual, hanging out with you, talking uh, some sports, talking uh, local sports. We'll have that coming up for you. We'll have... Uh, some baseball, volleyball that happened yesterday, and some golf as well. And we'll uh, talk some high school football. We'll see where our area teams stack up in the uh, polls because those are released on a Wednesday. So it is poll day. That's where we'll check in on that. And the NFL slate for week number two it gets underway tonight, Thursday night football. Vikings, Eagles, we'll touch on that as well. And we'll also have a couple of area coaches coming up in the uh, podcast. In the pod, we got Cumberland Coach Watkins uh, on the show, and we have uh, FEM Hearts, Coach Hefner, and uh, those two gentlemen will be joining us in the uh, podcast. So make sure you check that out wherever you find your favorite uh, podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, the website. All that. Also, don't forget, we will tell you how to win tickets. Yes, today. keep listening. Today, on the show. Keep don't listening. Win tickets today. We are going to give away some uh, tickets, so make sure you are staying tuned to your radio dials, your computer streams, wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, we got uh, tickets for you, so uh, make sure to uh, stick around for uh, that exciting day here on the uh, starting lineup, especially when we got tickets to give away and we'll just have to uh, stick around. Uh, of course, starting lineup brought to you by McMahon Meats, Ting the Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and Totopolis State Bank. All right, so we got some fun things in store for you today. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's get it started. And let's get it started with First Things First. Before we get into the show,
First Things First. And we're starting off in a Major League uh, Baseball with the uh, races heating up, tightening up a little bit. And, well, at least one division race is over. He said they were close. Yeah. They did it. Six straight now for the Atlanta Braves. Mm. Six straight division titles yep. with the win last night over the uh, Phillies for them. Four to one is when they... I uh, got that, and then Strider also got his 17th win of the season. So It's kind of like the Braves of the 90s, Travis. A little bit, yeah. Just winning the East like crazy. Mm-hmm, a little bit. So and still can't win a World Series, although they did do that. So. I say, yeah, they just they just did that not too yeah. long ago. Yeah. So, uh, But six straight, a division crown of four of them. One a team that is not going to win the division crown, that was the Cardinals. And you heard it right here on 98.9 as Palacios. Second straight game that he homers in this one. And that's it. That's the only run that happened in the entire game. There was that home run. And the Cardinals win one to nothing over the Orioles. And they... Win the series, do the Cardinals over Baltimore. So, how about that? Strong star by Rom as well, I guess. A yeah. little extra motivation or a team that he was once on, and he threw well against them. Five and a third strong innings of shutout baseball. First win. Yeah. As well. So, little extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra it was, friend. It was a good night for the Cardinals. Yeah, a couple of hits, uh, seven strikeouts for. Rom in the bullpen comes up and doesn't allow another hit until Helsley uh, allows one there in the ninth. But that was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. So pitching game was strong last night for the Cards. Pitchers duel for sure there in uh, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, there with uh, Rom. If you took the over, it did not hit. No, you were not happy. No, no, no it was not a. Good night for the over nope. there in mm-hmm. uh, baseball. And uh, Orioles better watch out because the Rays won last night 5-4 to four over the uh, Twins. And now, I mean, both teams are safely in the playoffs. But, I mean, Tampa only two games back now in the AL East of Baltimore. Well, the Orioles need to watch out anyways, Travis. You can't be losing two out of three to the Cardinals <laughs> this late in the season. I mean, that, right. That's just bad. That just can't, can't happen. You can't lose the battle of the birds. No. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, it just can't happen. I mean, that's, they lost to Wainwright the other night. Ugh. That tells you everything. can't do that. <laughs> that I tells mean, you everything you need to know. Jeez. <laughs> right there. I mean, Tampa is eight and a half up in the first wild card spot, so... Like I said, no worries about missing the postseason there for either no. one and two. But you obviously want to win the division uh, more more so than the wild card Correct. and get that feather in your cap. If you're Baltimore, I don't know what you would where you would stick the feather at for the stingray, but yeah, I don't know mouth. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. They still have those out in the uh, in the outfield. The, uh, the stingray tank. Um. Cardinals were just there not too long ago. I was going to say, that would require me to actually watch a Rays game. I didn't really pay attention uh, there. So uh, Cardinals last night got the win and a no Cardinal baseball for you tonight as they have the uh, day off as they're traveling back to uh, St. Louis for the uh, Phillies uh, series this weekend. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what did the Phillies do last night? Oh, they lost to the Braves. That's right. Um, and then yesterday afternoon uh, there in uh, Colorado, 
rip this Band-Aid off. I know you don't want to talk about it, but uh, the Rockies, they won a 7-2-3. Speaking of a team that you shouldn't be losing to. Exactly. <laughs> and it was the Rockies. And it was good old Chris Bryant doing it once again. Second day in a row was one of the – um, yeah, the other night was more so him because of like three RBIs that he had, but Rockies slugged four home runs. He just happened to be one of them. Do you think he's mad about something? <laughs> he's playing he's like mad it. mad that he gets to see the Cubs in the playoffs and he's on the Rockies? Yeah. I'd be mad. Mm-hmm. Right. It was not a <laughs> – I'm just going to blame it on Jamison Tyon. So yeah. five innings, seven hits, three earned. Yeah, it would be five Ks. Easy one to blame there. But in reality, in reality, Travis, it's the offense's fault. You can't leave eleven guys on base and go three for twelve with runners in scoring position. Right. I Not mean, you enough. had the three to nothing lead. Not good enough. So, you know, your blame on Tyon is is valid. I mean, yeah. Because I think there's enough blame to go around, Travis. There is. So. There is. Let's just let's just get out of Colorado. Not a good game. Not a good not a good series. Let's just get out of Colorado. Let's head back. Just get it. Get it all out of your system. Yeah. You know who else gave up a run last night, Travis? Who's that? Drew Smiley. Out of the bullpen. Oh, out of the bullpen. My buddy. So that's two out of the three. Yeah. They lost to the Rockies there. Yep. And it's two out of the three favorite pitchers that pitched last night for me in Tyon and Smiley. <laughs> Yeah, just an all-around. I'd rather have Smiley. I think I'd rather have Smiley pitching than Tyon. I don't know. I don't like really either of them. But yeah, yeah, Smiley's eleven and nine. I'd rather have him be starting than than Tyon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, it's it's okay for at least the. Uh, I know that's not what you want the division, but uh, the Brewers did lose two to nothing against the Marlins. The only problem is the Marlins are chasing yes, down that uh, exactly. wild card spot. So. so it was a double whammy. You were going to lose ground in one <laughs> exactly. of the two. I would have much rather lose ground in the division sure. than the wild card. Yeah, because I mean, two games. Basically, you're two games up on the Reds and Diamondbacks who are tied, and then they're both a half game up on the Giants and Marlins. Mm-hmm. So you got four teams that are basically two games behind you. Right. That is not a comfortable place to be. Yeah, not really. I, I don't I don't like that feeling. I mean, we just checked those percentages yesterday. I know. And it felt good. It felt good. And but, then and then you look at the field and you go, Oh, this is not good. Yeah, maybe not as comfortable as Originally Cubs have thought. the second highest percentage of non-division leader to make the playoffs behind the Phillies at 76.9%, and I don't feel comfortable. Hmm. Don't feel comfortable. Yeah. I love how the Giants are a half game behind the Diamondbacks, but they have a better playoff probability than the Diamondbacks do. Hmm. How does that make <laughs> sense? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, but uh, the Cubs also get the uh, day off today as uh, they're traveling, and they're traveling a little uh, south of there to Arizona for a big three-game set yes. with the uh, Diamondbacks You can't lose this two weekend. out of three to the Diamondbacks yeah, because no. then they'll be tied with you. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to win two out of three. Yep. And I think that's that's coming up to the, for the thing for the Cubs, Travis, is that now you, you look at their schedule coming up, they have to win two out of three almost every series now. 
if they yeah. want to try because they're they're facing teams that they're you know competing against. Like you said, you got three against the Diamondbacks, three against Pittsburgh. You can you kinda, can win those. You, yeah, uh, three against Colorado. You no. should win those, but you just lost <laughs> exactly. two of them. Then three at Atlanta. What is Atlanta playing for that final week? Who knows? They may ha- they have the division already wrapped up. They'll probably have best record in the I was, NL wrapped up. I was going to say they're pretty comfortable. So, the Braves have a 96 wins. So the Dodgers only have 88. So they, they may have everything wrapped up, put in a bow by that point. Mm-hmm. And then at Milwaukee for the last three. And that, that concerns me. Yeah. But again, at that point... I mean, I guess it all depends on how well, how well you're playing, but I guess the division could be wrapped up for the Brewers, but they could be like, well, we want to keep the Cubs out. Out of the playoffs. Out of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So I guess there is that. Well, and again, we can't beat the AAA Rockies. <laughs> so. AAA and Chris Bryant Rockies. Yeah. <laughs> again, I hope those, those uh, checks cash for Chris Bryant. That's, yeah. Uh, that's the important thing for him because huh. – Man, if he wanted to go play good baseball, he he chose poorly. I think they are in last year. He was a healthy, so right. I knew that. So, I mean, just catching checks out in Colorado, living the life, and living the life, living the and dream. Now at least getting to play some baseball. I, I guess. There. Uh, speaking of the uh, wild card of the uh, Giants, like I mentioned, half game out. They won in a walk-off in a 10 innings over the uh, Guardians last night. They rallied to win that one. Uh, the Reds won 4-3 to three over the uh, Tigers there. And with the uh, Diamondbacks lost to the Mets, 7-2-1. As, man, you would hate to see that with uh, Zach Gallion on the mound. And you lose, but that's what ended up happening at tagged for a couple of home runs there so that's why the Reds and Diamondbacks are now tied mm-hmm. they're in the National League wild card uh, side of things in the uh, AL wild card uh, the Rangers they uh, shut out the Blue Jays 10 to nothing and three hits led up by Jordan Montgomery there so another team gets yep. Jordan Montgomery yep. and doing well for a team that he's acquired midseason. So, great outing for him last night. And uh, that puts Texas half game up. Toronto is one game back of the uh, final wild card spot. The Mariners won last night 3-2 to two over the uh, Angels. And so that's why the Mariners are slotted into that third spot there in the wild card. And Red Sox and Yankees are way back there. And they didn't even get to play last night. They got rained out. Once again, they're in Boston. doesn't want to see that game. Uh, so that one will be made up today there. Starting around time game. to make up these games. I know. If they get rained out now because of the, the schedule being what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, that one we're thinking for the Rangers, I saw that uh, Scherzer was done pitching yeah. for the regular season. Yep. So, I mean, Rangers make the playoffs, I guess. You can throw them out there, but. But what are you going to get out of him? Yeah. What's what? What are you, what are you getting out of him? At Scherzer and we already had Degrom injured for the whole season yep. at the beginning of the year. Yep. So Rangers seem to be cursed. Pitching, yeah, pitching, pitching, not uh, not not healthy there in Texas. <laughs> no. Well. And and just that's what happens when you try to pick up some of these. I'm not going to say that they're old, but older players. And hope to give them another chance. 
Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. those players want another chance to get a ring. They get on, you know, in DeGrom's case, he got on a hot team as a free agent mm-hmm. that was kind of trending upward. And you know about his injury past. Yeah. Yep, and it got him again. Yep. Bit him again. Uh, the uh, Reds will finish up with the uh, Tigers uh, today uh, there. Uh, Miami and Milwaukee will finish up. Uh, Hauser going for the Brewers. The Diamondbacks, Merrill Kelly going against uh, Singa for the uh, Mets. Avaldi going for the Rangers today against uh, Gosman for uh, Toronto. And it looks like that is a day-night doubleheader uh, today nice. with the Red Sox and Yankees there. And then pivotal series. I knew I saw something about this, but the Rays and Baltimore matching up for a four-game set this weekend. So that is important. even more yep. important for the East uh, there. needs to get on a groove. And then the Giants, they're facing Colorado uh, this weekend for a four-game set. Uh, there so beat the Giants Colorado you just beat us beat them now it's only fair <laughs> yeah exactly only only Take fair three from them yeah only fair uh, there all right so uh, that is us talking uh, some uh, baseball there but uh, like we mentioned the uh, Cardinals and uh, Phillies are uh, starting a uh, series this weekend and we told you about it yesterday on the uh, show that we got some tickets and why we might as well just give them away right now yeah. as uh, the game of four Saturday is what our tickets are for. And uh, you can also get U of I tickets, some more tickets, more tickets, Cardinal tickets, U of I tickets, U of I Penn State Cardinals at Phillies. Well, Phillies at Cardinals, uh, as as Travis said there, you can win both it's call first whoever gets the call in first gets to pick which game they want to go to the number you're going to want to call in to win these tickets 217-342-4141 you can call in now and win those tickets that's a cardinals and a phillies and you can also if you're the first caller you can pick between the cardinal tickets or the u of i penn state tickets so 217-342-4141 is the number to call and we'll be back to talk some local sports coming up with some baseball and golf coming up here on 98.9 the game the starting lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. If you're struggling with weight and frustrated with dieting each and every year, Mark Patrick Seminars can help. Join the over half million people who have attended Mark Patrick Seminars with feel great weight loss results. Mark Patrick Seminars will be in Effingham on Saturday, September 30th. After the hypnosis, I want to eat good food. Since August, I can honestly say I have not had one potato chip. It was life changing for me. And I don't think about desserts like I used to. Bridget, how much have you lost now? I lost a total of 83 pounds. Holy cow. It's easy, it's fun. Very relaxing and very successful. 
And I would just say go for it. Early bird special, only $49.99. Lose all the way you want, 100% guaranteed. Saturday, September 30th at the Holiday Inn in Effingham. Weight loss seminar at 11 a.m., registration at 10.30 a.m. Attend this program and find out how the power of hypnosis can help you achieve your weight loss goals. There's limited seating, so get there early. Learn more at markpatrickseminars.com. Have you heard? The Rusty Reel Lake Jam is coming to Lake Sarah October 12th, 13th, and 14th. It's a three-day country music festival with a kick of rock and roll that you won't want to miss. Blackberry Smoke. Big and Rich. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Cooper Allen. Hog Slop String Band. Ashland Craft. Effingham, Illinois. This is Brett Michaels. I cannot tell you how fired up I am. Rusty Reel Lake Jam. Effingham, this is going to rock. Don't have your tickets yet? We have an opportunity for you to win a pair of weekend passes. Just stop by Beecher City Food Liner, FEM Prompt Care, Behold Aesthetic and Wellness, Licking My Chicken, Pulling My Pork Barbecue, Steve's Liquor and Snacks, Car Corral Polaris, and Luke's Bar and Grill. Must be 18 to register. One guaranteed qualifier will be drawn from each location. So register often at each location to increase your chances. Winner announced Tuesday, September 26th. Good luck from Cromwell Media Group Effingham. Football season is back, and nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great deals on great seats, they're the official ticketing partner of ESPN and the only ticket company that rewards you for buying. Catch every pass, every tackle, and every heart-pounding play live and in person. Fan out all season long with tickets from Vivid Seats. To score tickets backed by a 100% buyer guarantee, Download the app or visit VividSeats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Be more cyber zen. Get NordVPN. With a few simple clicks, NordVPN will block online trackers, secure your devices from malware-infected downloads, and block access to malicious websites. With NordVPN, enjoy internet without trackers, without malicious websites, without malware-ridden files. Be more cyber zen. Take advantage of our special offer now at nordvpn.com. And now. Welcome in to the podcast exclusive of the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. As I'll let Todd Stapleton go, I certainly appreciate, <clears throat> excuse me. The starting lineup. Stop the recording. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. ESPN Radio, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here, and it seems like he wants to say something. Yes, uh, the U of I tickets have been claimed, but we are still looking for a winner for the Cardinal tickets. Congratulations to Phil Prups for winning the U of I tickets, but Cardinal tickets, again, 217-342-4141. Call in. You can win those now. And you get that uh, uh, Ozzy Smith bobblehead. Yeah. That's what the promotion is on a Saturday. So, very well. And call in and get those uh, Cardinal tickets for sure. And get that bobblehead. 
Let's take a look at some local baseball here as it was a, a conference, a matchup between uh, San Anthony and Altima. And uh, San Anthony, uh, they got the win 11-2-3 there yesterday. And uh, San Anthony got the uh, scoring started off in the very first inning. They put up a six spot there in the very first inning. They tacked on three more in the top of the fifth. Altamont's three runs did come in the bottom of the fifth there. But then uh, St. A put up a couple more there in the uh, top of the sixth. So 11 runs on 13 hits for the Bulldogs. And Link gets the win for St. A. He went four and a third innings, giving up eight hits, three runs, only a couple more earned, two strikeouts, and one walk there. Uh, Davis takes the loss for Altamide. He only went, uh, he only got one out, and he gave up six hits, six runs, and no Ks there. As it was uh, Robinson coming in, relief, three and two-thirds innings, uh, only giving up uh, four hits there with no runs. Uh, there to clean things up there in the uh, first inning. And so uh, St. A had a, a strong NTC uh, season uh, there. So we got to be close to the uh, NTC uh, tournament uh, coming up in baseball. Uh, on offense, it was uh, Larson who uh, had three RBIs. Link also had uh, three RBIs on the uh, afternoon. Adams, Fearday, Repke, Haddon, and Caney all had one RBI for the Bulldogs. And uh, Altamont, they had Schultzberg and Elam all have one RBIs there. And we had some junior high postseason action for you in a Class 1A Sigel St. Michael Regional. It was a Sigel St. Michael getting the win over Oblong 14-2-4. So they'll advance to a Saturday's matchup against Newton St. Thomas there. And it was Paris Crestwood getting the win over Palestine 13-2-0. And it was Mattoon of St. John's getting the win over in Yoga, pulling off the seed upset there, 5-1. to one. So it'll be Paris Crestwood against Mattoon also there on Saturday. And both of those games will be at Sigel there for the uh, regional semifinals. In the St. Anthony Regional, it was Altamont over Mulberry Grove, 8-7. to seven. And the three-seed Okaw Valley over the six-seed Ramsey, 15-2-0. In the Class 2A Tri-County Regional, the 5-seed Tri-County defeated Villa Grove 5-2-0. And Paris Mayo got the win over Georgetown Mary Miller 15-2-0. Sullivan Regional is Warrensburg-Latham over Arthur 11-1. And the uh, other matchup is Argenta over Bement 11-6. Morrisonville Regional saw Shelbyville-Moulton over Macon Meridian 7-5. Staunton over Gillespie 15-0. Central A&M over Nokomis, 7-2-4. KZ Regional is the 4-seed Red Hill over the 5-seed Lawrenceville Parkview, 7-6. And it was KZ over Marshall, 11-2-3. And the uh, Topos Regional is a South Central over Beecher City, 2-1. Stewart's and Strasburg over Brownstown, 15-2-0. And Topolis over North Clay, 10-2-0. And the uh, 3A Mount Zion Regional saw uh, Tolono Unity get the win over Mattoon, 4 to nothing, And Mount Zion got the win over Clinton, 5-3. to And uh, let's see. I couldn't find a score for uh, Monticello or Decatur. 
uh, and that would be the winner would take on Tolona Unity there on Saturday in Mount Zion. And the uh, Effingham Regional, also in a 3A, it was uh, Pena getting the win over Robinson Nuttall, 8-5. So they'll advance to uh, take on Effingham's Junior High uh, there at the uh, high school complex on Saturday for the regional semis. It was Taylorville, 12-0 over Hillsborough. And it was uh, Greenville, also 10-0 over the Vandals. Uh, so it will be a Taylorville versus Greenville on Saturday uh, they're at the high school complex for uh, junior high baseball. High school volleyball in the Lincoln Prairie. It was the, the Cola Wars last night on the volleyball court. And it was the Purple Riders victorious over Tuscola 25-15 and 25-10. And the Little Illini South Knox over Lawrenceville in three sets 25-14, uh, 19-25, and 25-17. It was Decatur Eisenhower over Clinton in three sets. Clinton won the first set 25-19, but Decatur Eisenhower wins the second set 25-17 and the tiebreaker 25-23. In the South Central is Nokomis over Vandalia 25-11, 25-16. In a boys golf, we had the cross-town rivalry with St. Anthony and Effingham. And St. Anthony winning by four strokes there. St. Anthony shot a 150 and Effingham Finished with a 154 there. Joey Chaprino, he was the low man there for St. Anthony. Shot a 32. And for FEM, the low man was Max Segrist there, who shot a 34 there. And also the JV teams matched up as well. And it was St. Anthony shooting a 152. And FEM shooting a 162 there for both St. Anthony's teams, sweeping those matches there in that one. Also in uh, girls of golf, uh, FEM won in a three-team meet over Sullivan and Totopolis. FEM with a 186 and Sullivan shot a 168 or 188, excuse me, and a uh, Totopolis finished with a 2 of 34 uh, there. Mina Mayhood was the uh, low girl there with a 42 for the Hearts. In soccer, it was Mount Zion and Muhammad tying at 1. Argenta defeated Decatur St. Therese uh, 6-1. And in cross-country, there at the Mattoon invite on the girls' side, FEM took home a first place. Robinson was in second, and Marshall was third. St. Anthony fourth. Mattoon rounds out the top five there at number five. And on the boys' side, it was Newton taking home a first place. Charleston was second. St. Anthony third. Robinson fourth. And FEM fifth. The uh, top Individual runner on the uh, girls' side was Jessica Larson's for Effingham. And on the uh, boys' side, it was Joey McGinn from Decatur Eisenhower. And I have the uh, top 10 posted on the website. And also, uh, the complete results can be found uh, over there on the website, FEMradio.com, as well for that uh, Mattoon invite there for both team and individual. And also had a, a tennis score from uh, yesterday. FEM sweeps Vandalia 9 to zero getting the victory there on the tennis courts saw that did we get all the uh yeah all the tickets everything given handled given away congratulations to gary preps who was the winner of the uh the cardinal tickets all right awesome so yep yep thanks so much everyone for uh for calling in absolutely we appreciate it and uh, let's take a look at the uh, local schedule for uh, today in uh, baseball uh, north clay at topless uh chbc there at mulberry grove and I saw that uh, Brownstown already picked up the win over Ramsey via a forfeit 
there. In volleyball in the NTC, St. Elmo at Windsor's Two Straws, North Clay, Clay City at CHBC, Sisney hosting Altamont, Marshall at St. Anthony, Tatopolis at Nioga, and Dietrich is at Martinsville, and the Apollo FEMs at Charleston, Mattoon at Taylorville, uh, Cumberland hosting Blue Ridge, and we also have Newton. They're traveling to a Casey. Uh, Tuscola is at Shelbyville, A&M at Macon and Meridian, and Delia at uh, Greenville. We have a uh, three-team meet there, I believe, at the uh, St. Anthony Invite in boys golf. Tatopolis, North Clay, St. Anthony will be there. Casey wins just two straws. Uh, they'll be taking on Tatopolis, and that'll be at Cardinal Golf Course. Uh, Vandalia, Taylorville, they'll be at Pena. And girls golf, St. Anthony, Taylorville, Lincolnwood will all be at uh, Pena in a co-ed match. It's Altamont and Shelbyville. Uh, Carlinville, Pius Alstaunton at North Mac, and soccer, Greenville at FEM. St. Anthony matching up with Topolis in that rivalry game, and FEM is at Charleston uh, there. And a Newton hosting a Mount Carmel as well. Vandalia travels to Carlinville. In cross country, we got a Dietrich, Topolis there at FEM. You got Charleston, Argenta, AM at a Taylorville. In tennis, Flora at St. Anthony, Stopolis at Mount Zion, and Paris hosting Effingham there in that matchup. And the full schedule can be found on the website, FEMRadio.com, by clicking on our local sports tab over there. So go over and check her out. All right, so uh, let's move on and let's continue on with some more local sports and we'll see where our local football teams stack up in the polls. So that's what's coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Lucas Krenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you know that these days, generating growth is a challenge. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll not just stay ahead of the curve, you'll move it. With access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023 Bank of America N.A ebay motors is here for the ride so minivans sedans jdms roll out go ahead feel your engine admire that perfectly installed exhaust your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love and with ebay motors you get over 122 million parts to keep it running and with ebay guaranteed fit they'll be the perfect fit every time plus at these prices well we're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply 
And now, where this is the furthest Effingham has gotten, and how many times? I'm going to get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Travis. Third round, three times. Semis. Once. Once. This year. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week, it'll no, be completely No, no, that's wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no, it's not. It's okay. Everyone gets $5. Jesus. Oh, that was so stupid. On 98.9 The Game. So stupid. <laughs> thought this was a freaking trick question. <laughs> Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. Adam Wainwright will be playing himself off into retirement. The Cardinals announced that the 42-year-old will play a concert at Bush Stadium after the team's penultimate game of the season on September 30th. Wainwright plans to play three of his own songs from his upcoming country album, Travis. The St. Louis legend announced before the season that he would be retiring at the end of the 2023 campaign. He's just one win away from 200 career victories, and he's, his next scheduled start is projected to be on Monday. Chicago Sky, well, they were demolished by the Las Vegas Aces 87-59 during Game 1 of the first round of the WNBA playoffs at McLeod Ultra Arena. Chicago trailed by 17 at halftime and managed just 23 total points in the second half, Travis. Game 2 tips off at 2 o'clock on Sunday in the Best of 3 series. Chicago Bears are pretty healthy heading into Week 2. Defensive back Kyler Gordon was the only player to miss practice with an injury yesterday. Defensive back Josh Blackwell and linebacker Dylan Cole were both limited participants according to the first injury report of the week. Bears travel to Florida to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. The Colts were quite thin, though, on the offensive line during Wednesday practice as guard Quentin Nelson and right tackle Brendan Smith were both absent. Nelson is dealing with a toe injury he suffered during the season opener while Smith missed practice due to knee and ankle injuries. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. The game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, sports and air hits there. And how about that? Uh, basically a, a celebration of Adam Wayrai for the last series of the year. And going to be doing that concert after the game on a Saturday of the last homestand. So how about that? It was a great, nice surprise when he sung the national anthem on opening day there in a Bush stadium. So uh, very cool. He's going to be doing that at the last game or the second to last game of the year uh, there. All right. So uh, let's go ahead. And uh, you know what time it's for time, time for, for the polls. And we usually start off in uh, 5A, but is there something that you wanted to say about uh, 6A? I know because you, you love the number two team. Yeah, number uh, right two there. team in East 6A. St. Louis. East St. Louis defending champs. They're one and two on the season. They have more first place votes than Kankakee, who is the first place team at 3 0. But again, look who they just lost I to. I know. I know. I mean, they played a team from Maryland the week before. Beat them. Beat them 13-7, but then they had to travel all the way to Texas who, last Saturday. Who did they play week one? Uh, Chicago Mount Carmel. Okay, who is perfect on the season at 3-0 and yes. the number one team in Class 7A. Yes. So, okay. So, I'm fine with that. But it's like, I saw that. East St. Louis going all the way to Texas to play a game. Well, That's yeah. different down there. I bet it was broadcasted somewhere, too, if, oh you, if you look gosh. really hard. That is just crazy, but I knew you'd like that. Yeah, you know me. You know me well enough. Uh, in uh, 5A, uh, Mohamed Seymour receiving uh, 14 votes uh, there. So one vote or four votes away 
from cracking the top 10 uh, there. In a 4A, Rochester still reigns supreme uh, there. They're still number one. So is Icy Catholic. They're still number three. And actually not much has uh, changed here at all. Actually, it stayed the same yep. in uh, in 4A. Nothing and new. only two teams received votes. Too. I knew there was one class that was super short mm-hmm. with teams receiving votes, and sure enough, it was 4A uh, there. And then uh, in a 3A, it seems like Eric's team or one of Eric's teams, Byron, they're still yeah. number one. Got family up there. Nine votes. I mean, they've just decimated everyone I mean, this yeah, year. So That's true. That's valid. I mean, I hope they get some competition soon. <laughs> uh, Montini, they are jumped up. They swapped spots with Williamsville, but, I mean, it's basically one vote uh, there. So uh, just splitting hairs there. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody kind of moved up a spot. Olympia did fall uh, from five to nine uh, there after taking their first loss. And Roxana jumps into the top ten after not being ranked. And uh, Greenville receiving seven votes. Mount Carmel receiving five. Uh, Eureka, who's played a couple of area teams, they received a vote as well. And, yeah, in 3A, we, we noticed that before the show. Mm-hmm. No no Sullivan. No. So beating they Cumberland were, by 20 loses you votes. They were receiving votes in 3A last week, but nowhere to be found this week on the receiving votes category. Okay. All righty. Nowhere. Thanks for paying attention. <clears throat> the votes must have got lost in the mail or Thanks something. Thanks for paying attention south of 70. Had we appreciate you. Had to have gotten lost in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, the uh, number one team in uh, Class 2A, and they got all first place votes here, I believe, as 13 for Moreau Forsyth. Uh, there, uh, Tri-Valley stays at number two. Um, Johnson City, they stayed at number six. Rockridge jumped up a spot. Knoxville jumped up two spots to a number eight. Uh, Bismarck Kenny stayed the same, but Shelbyville, that's right, Shelbyville, the Rams are here, and uh, they are in at number 10 after the receiving votes category last week. Now they are ranked 3-0. and As they should be. They're at number 10, absolutely. So we'll see if they can climb only – Three votes separate them from the number nine team, How, Bismarck Henny. However, Travis, I will say this, that I wish it would have came after they played an Illinois team as opposed to after they played a Missouri team. That's all. Sure. It just, to me, it just ruins the polls whenever it's like, oh, yep, you climbed into the polls because you beat a team not in the state. That's not going to matter for your playoff points. Uh, so it was like a 42 nothing blowout. Right. To... Um, and this week they are having Sullivan, or not Sullivan, uh, Tuscola. There, Sullivan's on my mind. On, on I know brain. they are. We I'm sorry. Talked, we just talked about them. Uh, Pena, they uh, are the uh, most receiving votes without getting in. They have 12 uh, votes there. El Paso Grindley's played a couple area teams. Mm-hmm. They have five votes. Breezemar Day beating an FEM. Yeah. They have three votes there. So that's in 2A. Mm-hmm. In 1A, Lena Winslow still holding strong at number one, and they got all first-place votes here at 13. Uh, Forreston still at number two. or no, Yeah, number two. Camp Point Central still at number four. Altoff Catholic still at number three. Uh, Georgetown Wether- Northwestern stayed at number five. Morrison jumps up a couple of spots to a number six. Uh, Sterling Newman Catholic, they fall 
one spot to a number seven, and it's a quite a big margin there. Uh, Morrison with 60 votes, and then uh, Newman Catholic, 30 votes. Well, that's because they lost, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but they, just, they should fall. But I, I know that they should fall, but um, that's quite the votes discrepancy from six to seven. Well, it should be. I guess. It should be. You have all the undefeated teams there, six and above. They should be a little up, minus Kiwani, Anawana, and Weathersfield, who are all three and zero, and Carrollton, who's three and zero. But yeah, Carrollton, they jumped up into the uh, polls. Never uh, mind there. the fact that we have a one and two team in there. <laughs> yep, uh, Fulton, not too, Get out of here. not big on my Fulton research. Football. Yeah, <laughs> that's the E's, not the F. Sorry. Uh, I must have looked at them because uh, they lost the first two games of the season to Forreston and Lino Winslow, and they just beat uh, Lanark Eastland, Pearl City, the co-op. They're zero and three though. Now, Travis, since we are, since we're talking football, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about something that happened a little bit um, south of here that is affecting a team um, that is going to play Effingham, that being Centralia, as we had two games south of here canceled Mm -hmm. due to not enough players due to suspension due to a fight that happened last weekend at a game. Really? Yes. So that is not a good look for for anyone involved. Um, Yeah, so they picked up the forfeit win last week against Granite City. Uh, Centralia. Yeah. Hmm. But I thought that they were having to forfeit this week. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. that's that's for this week. That's Twice this forfeit. week. Okay. Yeah. Cahokia yeah. forfeited their game against Carbondale due to a fight last week, and Granite City High School forfeited their game against Centralia um, coming up as well. The forfeits are in cooperation with IHSA. Granite City High School said it is due to suspensions issued to the football program. So, not a not a good scene there uh, for for anyone involved. No, but hey, Centralia already picking up a win. Yeah, already because of it mm-hmm. on the forfeit. Uh, other receiving votes category: Leroy. They play. They've played a couple area teams. They got nine votes. Casey gets some love. They got four votes. Their first time that we've seen them there this season. About time. Uh, Sesser receiving three votes uh, there. So that was a look at the polls Mm -hmm. this week. So uh, we'll see if we can get any more in there after we got uh, Shelbyville making their first appearance of the season uh, in there. That was uh, at two-way. So... Now they're kind of always on the borderline. Right. You never know where Casey's going to end up. They they go back and forth all year long. Yeah, so uh, we'll check in on the polls next week after uh, we see what happens in week four of high school football that we'll be hitting up on tomorrow. So make sure you stay tuned to the show. We'll have in-depth coverage of the uh, games as FEM, they are going to be traveling to a Mattoon this week in Cumberland is... Villa Grove. Villa Grove, that's right. I knew that. Up at Villa Grove. And we do our pick'em as well. Yep. Tomorrow. And NASCAR pick'em. Mm-hmm. All that good stuff on your football Friday. Yes, yes, And yes. the Illini as well. 
Are we, we just, still picking the Illini? Yes. Okay. We just gave away tickets earlier to the Illini-Penn State game. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about it tomorrow and a preview the uh, game. Should uh, Penn State be on upset alert? We'll see. <laughs> hey, the lines went down. It went from 15 to 14 and a half. Oh, Money must be coming in on you, Illinois. You keep believing that. <laughs> hey, ah. just go ahead. Keep keep doubt. Oh, you poor all those sap. all those years ago, we weren't favored to beat Wisconsin, and we were worse that year, but we still pulled it off. You poor poor miserable those person. Gray gray uniforms. <laughs> it's an orange out on Saturday, so wear your orange. Yes, make sure you won those tickets. Wear orange. It's an orange out, and 11 a.m. kickoff there as well, and. Pre-game show will start an hour before that here on 98.9, but we'll go more in-depth with it tomorrow. But we got to close things out, talking more football, and we'll look at the NFL slate for week two. That begins tonight with the Eagles and the Vikings coming up to close out the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. At the Home Depot, Saturdays are about two things. Easy cleanup with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus Whisper Series Leaf Blower. And football. That's right, Reese Davis. With variable speed, it has the power for when you really need it and just the right amount when you don't. And the OnePlus battery platform means you go from yard work, DIY, and just to get projects done faster. Which means more time. Upgrade your Saturday with Ryobi and the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Can I get a weight reading on the cat in exam three? Zuri needs a new vet tech. Different one literally moved to a farm. But finding an ideal replacement takes some training. This is like hurting cats. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. I know you're out there, and you know who you are. This is Zola from PlanZDiet.com. I know the thought process because I've been there. This is the time of the year when you tell yourself you're going to go on a diet the first of the year, so you might as well cut loose because it's going to be all about suffering through yet another diet starting in January. Sound familiar? The difference is this year is going to be different if you decide to do Plan Z instead of one of those other diets. This time you're not going to suffer. Plan Z is a whole food diet protocol. That means you eat real food. Nothing from a box, no magic shakes. I'm a food writer, and I've designed designed over 900 recipes for Plan Z. Dieters say this doesn't even taste like a diet, and I guarantee Plan Z to work. Plan Z comes with my patented ZR50 Crave Control Spray, designed to help you diet comfortably. That means less hunger. It also helps you through the detox that gives you the headaches, the cravings, the jitters, the crabbiness, and more. No other diet does that. No other diet is Plan Z. Check us out at PlanZDiet.com. PlanZDiet.com. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. 
navigating without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wonder, metamorphosis, loss of who you thought you was. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. And now... But then uh, tomorrow, I'll open up a uh, three-game set with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks coming up uh, tomorrow. But enjoy St. Louis Cardinal baseball right here and right now on 98.9 The Game. The starting lineup. Oh, I still got. We still got a few more minutes. What am I doing? What am I doing here? You're supposed to keep me. You're supposed to keep me on the rails here. I'm Jeez, sorry. my I, God. I was. I was. I was just agreeing with you. Oh my God. It's okay. Not really. But. Yeah, we still got a couple more minutes. Let's talk about Carrasco. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Oh, I still got. We still got a few more minutes. What am I doing? Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Only here on 98.9. We're just a little bit longer. We'll continue talking in the uh, podcast. So we got a couple area coaches that will be uh, joining us. Coach Watkins from the Cumberland Pirates and Coach Hefner from the AFM Hearts. So uh, check it out. Week number two gets underway tonight in the National Football League, and it's on a prime video tonight if you subscribe to that. And it's 7-15, a kickoff, and it is the home opener there for the Eagles, defending NFC champion Eagles. And it is the Vikings matching up with them. Over under 49 Depending on where you look, could be a little different. Um, 40, uh, 49, 48 and a half is what I'm looking at here. And Eagles favored by six or six and a half uh, tonight, despite having uh, three players for the Eagles being ruled out for tonight's matchup. Running back Kenneth Gainwell out. James Bradbury, he's a cornerback, out. Reed Blankenship out for the game tonight against the uh, Vikings. Uh, Bradbury is in concussion protocol. Gainwell and Blankenship are dealing with rib injuries uh, there. And Fletcher Cox also listed as questionable with a rib injury as well for Philadelphia. So, man, uh, injuries all over the place there for Philadelphia. But, I mean, the Vikings, they got an F in week one. Uh, They lost to Tampa. And apparently we're giving away their defensive signs as well. Baker Mayfield picked up on that. Mm -hmm. So you got to not be doing that. Because Baker ripped you apart. What's Jalen Hurts going to do to you? Well, yeah, I mean, Eagles are going to win this. I was was trying to come up with a way to make an argument. But it's a primetime game with Kirk Cousins. So. (sighs) Yeah, that's always been the... I think he won a won on one him. or two last year. I was gonna say, but yeah, I know he won one for sure. The the Vikings are just they're 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 not great, and how they finished with the record they did last year, I still never understand. Yeah, just luck. They kept just pulling it, yep. pulling it out of a out of a hat, just a rabbit out of a hat. 
seemed like they did it every every single week. I thought they were going to do it against Tampa, but just didn't do it. I mean, the Eagles, they didn't look great against the Patriots, but Patriots have a stingy defense, and it was raining uh, there as well, at least yeah. in the first half. But I would say – I will say this, though, Travis. I think the Minnesota offense is better than the Patriots offense. Yeah. So, therefore – I mean, yeah, the Vikings have Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. And yeah. Kirk Cousins, who, with everything being said, is still better than half the quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely better than Mac Jones. Ooh. No, don't ooh me on that. <laughs> Come on, Travis. It's it's close, but I, I would agree. I would agree that. I didn't uh, say it was light years better, but I did say better. Uh, right now, put on the spot, I would uh, I would agree with that. Also, don't forget Travis on the uh, the college world tonight. Oh, we have a college game. We do. It's a ranked game, actually. That's, As uh, Bethan Cookman takes on number twenty-two, Miami. Miami. <laughs> favored by 52 oh man i'm going with the underdog i think cookman can keep it within 50 how is that they are favored by 52 and the over under is 59 and a half yes what they're gonna keep it within 50 travis i feel it wow they lost to memphis 56 to 14 but they beat savannah state 31 to 6 so i i like their chances of keeping it within 50 i mean just why even <laughs> why even come out Put with a line entertainment on it right now <laughs> oh my goodness that's Cookman wildcats in the from the swack <laughs> that's crazy gotta but keep it within 50 yeah hurricanes are ranked so it is technically a ranked matchup it is uh there my, my goodness there so don't worry we'll have more entertainment tomorrow oh yeah we're gonna Definitely be doing that after going 500. Yeah. Last week. Yeah, I gotta make up. For Try it. to do better. One way or the other. <laughs> Try to do better, and uh, the uh, Jets—they'll be playing without Aaron Rodgers, of course, on a Sunday. Good luck against the Dallas Cowboys defense, but mm-hmm. have no fear, Eric. The dark, the night is darkest before the dawn, and Aaron Rodgers will rise yet again. Nice. On Instagram. Yeah. He put that with this magical picture running out. With the American flag on Instagram uh, yesterday. Yeah. He's humbled. He's heartbroken, but he's humbled about the love and support. And you know who we can blame for all of it, Travis? Uh, whoever installed the turf at MetLife. No. I can blame Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick? Mm-hmm. Why are you going to put that on him? Because Bill Belichick traded down to get an offensive tackle right before the Jets were scheduled to pick one yeah. in this year's draft. So because of that, they had the guy who was at offensive tackle on Monday night who didn't block the guy and caused the injury. Mm. Bill, Bill Belichick playing chess. Everyone else playing. And it was also uh, Leonard Floyd who was the one to hit him. Yep. Former Bear. Former Bear. Letting out some of that aggression from when he used to be on the Bears. And Ram, too. Yeah, that, that's that where is he true. was last year. So Buffalo, they need to get it uh, righted against the uh, Raiders. They will. Already people coming on my bandwagon about uh, Buffalo not being good anymore. Mm. They better get a turnaround against Vegas. They will. They struggle again. Mm. Uh, hot seat's going to get bigger and bigger for Josh Allen. Yeah. And people saying that the Super Bowl window's closed. But I your boys already closing. Said. I agree with you on that, but mm. I don't think it's closed quite yeah. yet. Well, yeah, they'll get it corrected. 
try to anyways on Sunday against the Raiders, Packers, they're up against the uh, Vikings, or not Vikings, but the Falcons there, uh, Colts up against the uh, Texans in that wonderful matchup, and the Bears, they get the Bucks. Bucks are favored by two and a half yeah. in this one. So we'll see if week one goes a little bit better. Or week two goes a little bit better than week one. Yes. For Chicago. For Chicago. Still getting used to that uh, bear being the primary logo. They're not the C yeah. there, but I guess they don't ask us. Nope, never do. All right, we need to get out of here and turn things over to uh, Carlin versus Joe coming up here on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the podcast of the starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Parks, Eric Fry still hanging out with you. We'll get to uh, Coach Watkins and uh, Coach Hefner here in uh, just a, a second, but we're going to clean up some random news and uh, notes for you from the world of sport. And we also got this date in uh, sports history as well. So, uh, what is? Let's get this thing going. Okay. Uh, so obviously we already talked about the natural grass yesterday. We're not going to bring that up uh, this no this time again. Uh, the Rams placed rookie Stetson Bennett on the reserve non-football illness list. Los Angeles I head coach Sean McVay said Wednesday the quarterback was placed on the list and will miss at least the next four games. McVay added that Bennett's situation is not related to the right shoulder injury he was dealing with in recently. Bennett missed week one with a shoulder injury and will wait to make his NFL debut. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Uh, very odd. Very odd. Uh, the Houston Rockets, Travis, are working to trade away Kevin Porter Jr. Following his arrest earlier this week, the Athletics report that Houston is aiming to trade away Porter along with draft compensation after the 23-year-old was charged with felony assault and strangulation following an alleged attack on his girlfriend. The Rockets signed Porter to a four-year, $82 million contract extension last October. He has served previous suspensions during his NBA career for improper contact with a game official, an off-season weapons charge, and leaving the arena early during a game following an argument with a teammate yeah this ain't guy touching him ain't <laughs> this guy right him. rightfully so after those details of the and, girlfriend incident and finally on the nba travis the nba board of governors has approved tougher resting policy rules and punishments for star players who sit out games the new policy passed unanimously on wednesday Commissioner Adam Silver said the player's participation policy, or the triple P as I call it, is something that the NBA, the National Basketball Players Association, and individual players and teams all want, quote, to return to that principle that is an 82-game league, end quote. According to ESPN, the NBA will incorporate a fine system for teams that begin with $100,000 for the first offense, $250,000 for a second, and $1 million more than the previous penalty for each additional fine. Now, Travis, what constitutes a star player? Yeah, I guess that's 
would be my next question. That is anyone who has been an all-star or on the all-NBA team in the past three years. Mm. So teams like the Lakers, 76ers, Milwaukee, all have multiple players. Mm. So this will be something to watch. Right. And what I want to know is, does this get fans to not vote stars into the All-Star game? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it'll go quite that far, but I don't know if the fans will really care about that. I don't know if we start that. seeing these stars who have had these resting, being able to rest more, now having to play more and start getting injured. If you're a fan of that team, you ain't voting that guy on to the All-Star game. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, just something to think about. Yeah, but I think it's, it's definitely a, a consideration that I didn't think about. It's a good move by the NBA. Oh, I mean, make yeah. these guys play. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, don't, you know, don't be like, and I'm not saying this just because of who he is, but don't be like LeBron, who basically sits out until the All-Star game. Yeah. And then kind of comes in. Or some of the other stars. Right. Who don't have, they have quote-unquote injuries. Right. I mean, yeah, you hear stories uh, all the time about people traveling to games and yeah. uh, not having to go very often, and then they come to see that one particular guy, and they're not playing because they're resting and well, injury or something. If or or you say, hey, we know these guys are going to be resting. It's a it's a back to back. We know these guys are resting half off tickets. Yeah. You know, so in that way, at least I could do something like that. At or least just the like, fan knows, like, hey, I'm going for an NBA game. I'm going for the game experience, not right. necessarily that player I want to see. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I also think that they should be required to at least sign three autographs for kids at every NBA game if you're a star. So. Minimum. Minimum. <laughs> I've seen videos of kids standing there by the tunnels and players just ignoring these kids. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. I don't care. Win, lose, draw, don't matter. You take time, sign an autograph. Yeah. Maybe they come come back out or, or something right. that I don't come see. Come out afterwards uh, or come out early before shoot around or something. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan of the NBA in general. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of tough. Mm-hmm. And finally, Travis, are you looking for something to do tonight? Uh, I mean, I can't get the NFL game tonight, so yeah. Well, if you have ESPN Plus, or if you want to take a short little drive up to Charleston, EIU volleyball is in action. Oh, really? And I thought you were going to say football. No, EIU volleyball is in action. Travis, they're one of only 14 undefeated teams left in the nation. Wow. In D1 volleyball. Nice. So that's awesome. And if you can't make it out there, but you have ESPN Plus, you want to watch it, our friend Lane Blickham will be on the call. Yes, even more so. So go out there. They're playing Missouri. Ooh. SEC Power five opponent. matchup. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Uh, I think they're in action tonight and tomorrow. Six yeah. o'clock tonight, four o'clock tomorrow. Definitely. Go check it out. Volleyball. Up at Lance. Volleyball action. And um, if you can't make it to Lance Arena, just listen to Lane Blickham. Yeah. Well, watch. Listen, watch. I mean, I guess I guess you, you could could just listen if you were busy. Have it on in the background. Have it on the background. Do other things. At the gym. Yep. Yeah. Have it on your phone. Yeah. 
There you go. So, but yeah, I wanted ESPN to ESPN Plus. Wanted to mention that, you know. Yeah, you know, still undefeated. Doing, doing good, yeah. Still undefeated. You'll, Very nice. You'll take that. One of only fourteen in the entire nation. That's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just talked about stuff that uh, you don't like about the uh, NBA. Well, there's already, I already mentioned this week about the not liking the uh, Fox kickoff show, Fox noon kickoff show. Mm-hmm. We're going to Colorado again. First take's going to be there tomorrow yep. in Boulder. Don't know how many people is going to show up, 5.30 mountain time. But uh, Colorado State's trying. They're trying to make this uh, interesting, trying to make it a uh, game. And Colorado, big favorites over Colorado State on uh, 9 o'clock on ESPN. Game day will be there. It's basically the center of the entire Chicago- or college football universe, Now, basically. I did want to bring up something on that about college game day being there, Travis, because, you know, we talked about Big Noon and everything like that. I am more upset with the, the Fox thing than I am college game day. Oh, yeah. College game day hasn't been to Colorado since 1996. Oh, yeah. I know. They deserve to be there. Yeah. Right. And they haven't followed them no. for the first two no. weeks either. So, so, And they didn't already say we're going to be here and exactly. then back out a week ahead at a time. Exactly. So yeah. I, I, am, I am more okay with – but – yeah. Right. And again, and and I don't mind it not being I that is a small problem that's not in Champagne especially when you announced it before the season that you're going to come here mm-hmm. and that it's been promoted by more than a month out and maybe some people who splurge to get inside a Grange Grove uh, that don't normally are there. That's where the Fox crew is going to set up and whatnot and they're not going to be there now, so your plans have to be adjusted accordingly um and that's why game day kind of does it right right is that maybe behind the scenes the people that plan where they're going to go each week they kind of have an idea mm. but they don't actually announce it right. beforehand and right. promote it a uh, long time beforehand and whatnot yep. that's why they do it right and speaking on colorado travis mm-hmm. if they win this week yeah okay, they would become the fourth team to start three and zero after losing 11 plus games on the field the prior season Mm-hmm. Now, why is that not a good thing? The previous three, 2008 Minnesota finished seven and six. Ooh. 2000 South Carolina finished eight and four. Mm. And 1985 Indiana finished four and seven. Ooh. So maybe it's not a good thing to go three and zero after losing eleven straight. Mm. Maybe you need to be careful what you wish for, Dion. Maybe, maybe, maybe the wheels will fall off. And one of the reasons why I bring that up is because I saw on uh, Monday this uh, tweet that I thought was uh, pretty funny. Uh, But I can't take credit for this. But uh, I said, this morning, Colorado State head coach Jay Norville got up, made himself a cup of coffee, started his day just like any other. What he doesn't realize is he messed up big time. The way he got up and poured his coffee has disrespected the Prime family. Uh This is now personal. And now in real life, Coach Norville taking a shot at uh, Coach Sanders on his uh, normal ESPN uh, weekly show that uh, Coach Norville goes on. You don't want to do this, especially when you're 23-point underdogs. He took a shot at uh, Dion. He said, uh, I don't care if they hear this in Boulder. I told them I take my hat off and take my glasses off when I talk to grown-ups, and I take my hat off and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. 
And that's what Coach Norville said. Mm. Colorado's going to beat them by 50. Well, here's here's what I'm going to say. I, I and they're going to they, troll them hardcore I, I when they do they it. I think they will beat them. But I think after this, Travis, I don't like Colorado after this. <laughs> Got Oregon, USC, back-to-back weeks. Mm-hmm. And Shadir Sanders. Mm-hmm. Second most sacks this season. 11 sacks through two games. That's a lot mm. of sacks. Yeah. Travis Hunter, week one, played 146 total snaps. Yeah, the both war- ways. Most played by any in any game by an FBS player in five years. Yep. Played 57 last week and 68 on, on offense, 57 on defense. Missed nine snaps. Mm-hmm. Travis, this is going to catch up by the end of the year. You can't yeah. maintain the sacking, and you can't maintain this pace of playing both sides of the football as much as he is. Right. It's just – you just can't. You yeah. can't against teams – you can't week one against TCU. You can't against the Nebraska team that even the Big Ten says isn't very good. Yeah. And you probably can't against Colorado State. Right. Can you against Oregon, USC? Probably not. Yeah, the next week against Oregon's in Eugene, so that's going to be a tough game uh, for Buffalo. And even they get by, uh, they host USC the next week. So pivotal weeks coming up for Coach Prime uh, there against those two back-to-back tough matchups mm-hmm. after Colorado State. So it might come down to reality. So yep. maybe let's go to Colorado now while we can even though those two games would be the ones to really go to. Can you imagine if they beat Oregon? They're undefeated against USC, top five in the country, Mm -hmm. Colorado, top ten. By the way, and one more thing on uh, Shadir Sanders, Travis. Mm -hmm. Uh, 900 passing yards and 75% completion percentage through the first two games, which is what he's done, puts him in a category with three other players, Travis. Mm -hmm. 2017. Shea Patterson for Old Miss. He's a household name, right? Oh, yeah. 2017, Nick Shimnock from Texas Tech. Hmm. Household name. Yeah. And finally, 2007, Colt Brennan from Hawaii, Travis. Oh, man. Yeah. So, again, is those those he you want to awesome. be in with that group of players? They ended up having great seasons, I'm sure. I mean, Colt Brennan threw a, a ton of ton of touchdown passes and then translate to the league. Nope. But, and or also wins RIP. in Hawaii. Yeah, they they were kind of popular there just because he was a great quarterback and also RIP too. Yeah, that's true. So. I always forget that. All right, before we move on, Travis, since we're talking college football, mm-hmm. Texas, Alabama. I know we talked about it, and I know say we didn't talk about it a whole lot. We but. didn't, but I got some I got some some numbers for you. Okay, mm-hmm. so Texas. Got its first road win versus an AP top three opponent since 1969 with that win. They scored 21 points in the fourth quarter after trailing and entering the final frame. That's tied for the most points allowed by Alabama in the fourth corner under Nick Saban. Wow. Alabama had a 21 straight home win streak. Mm -hmm. Gone. That's the largest streak in FBS. Yep. They won 73 straight home games when leading entering the fourth quarter. Wow. Snapped. Gone. Lost by double digits when leading entering the fourth quarter for the first time since 08 versus Florida in the SEC championship game. 
Lost one of its first two games in a season for the first time since 2003, Travis. Yeah. That is absurd. Now, Quinn Evers. Mm-hmm. Or Ewers, right? I, just, I don't know how to say it. Whatever. Um, dominated in the second half. Had five completions of at least 30 yards in the final two quarters. That is the most in a half versus Alabama since Nick Saban became the coach. That's most and a half by a Texas player since Colt McCoy in 08 against Rice. And that is the most and a half against an AP top three opponent in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just shredded them. 349 yep. yards, three yep. touchdowns, no picks. Yep. So Great week for him. And finally, the last thing about college football I have. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, for a team that is losing a bunch of people, Pac-12, eight teams <laughs> In yeah. the polls this week, Travis, including Oregon State and Washington State. They're yeah. still there. They're still in the polls. It's the most in the history of the AP poll for one conference to have. Yeah. So, also, the uh, uh, All-State playoff predictor gives the Big Ten the best chance to send a team to the playoffs and the best chance to send two teams to the college football playoffs. Mm. All those teams that are ranked in the polls are all undefeated. I know that Washington and Washington State are only 2-0. and Well, mm-hmm. Utah, UCLA, Oregon State, Oregon, Colorado, they're all 2-0. and But USC's played an extra game. Yep, yep. They're all undefeated right now. <laughs> Going strong. Going strong. And maybe Stanford wouldn't be have a loss if they didn't play USC. That's right. So, but yeah, folding up the conference and hey, go doing, out in style, <laughs> doing well. I would love Travis. It's never, ever, ever going to happen. But we're going to twelve teams this year, right? Uh, it's next. Oh, it's next year. Next year. Yeah. Oh man, I was gonna say I love if the Pac-12 in their last year had like eight of the twelve. <laughs> never happened, but no, I'd laugh about it. Laugh. I'd laugh. <sighs> All right. All righty. All right. So that was college football. And uh, so let's get to uh, some more high school football here and here from area coaches. Coach Watkins for the uh, Cumberland Pirates coming up here, talking about uh, their game last week as well as their matchup uh, coming up. We get the second half of the equation. We talked to Coach Wilson Earlier in the week, now we get to talk to Coach Watkins for the Pirates matchup with Villa Grove. And we'll also hear from Coach Hefner here talking about the game last week against Modern Day and moving forward to Mattoon this week. And here are those two gentlemen right now. Eric Fry joined on the starting lineup by Coach Watkins of the Cumberland Pirates. And Cumberland coming off their first loss of the season. Coach, how do you respond when playing against an opponent uh, coming up in Villa Grove, a team you've had some success uh, in the past against? Does that help or hurt the Pirates coming off the the loss to Sullivan? Well, I think it, I mean, I think we just got to focus on on what we can do to get better. And, you know, it sounds like a broken record, but it's the same thing, you know, week in and week out, we've got to eliminate the mistakes that we made. Uh, we did good on the penalties. We only had one for one penalty for five yards, but the two turnovers really hurt us. So we've got to continue to focus on on, on us, really, more so than our, our opponents and just, you know, fix the mistakes that are continuing to, to, to hurt us. 
Yeah, Sullivan did a good job of stopping the, the Pirate offensively. Only 118 rushing yards for a team that was averaging, uh, I think, around 300. And of those 118, uh, Blake had 103 yards on 18 carries. Is that something that you are concerned about heading into this week, or is it just a, a matter of playing a, a, a better team in Sullivan last week? I thought Sullivan was, you know, bigger than us. They were more physical. They were they were stronger than us. And um, it is kind of concerning because I think this week against Will Grove, you're going to see a team, you know, maybe not as quite as good as Sullivan, but they're they're you know bigger than we are, and, and kind of you know they're really physical on film. So it is a little bit of a concern. You know, we've got to make sure that we bring it and, and match the intensity of the other team and and just play to the best of our ability. You know, sometimes you are going to play against guys that are you know bigger and stronger than you, but um, that doesn't mean that we can't you know give effort and and, and play every play, um, 100 percent. And heading up to Villa Grove, it's a very tough place to play, and especially the, the bus ride going up there. Does it help or hurt the Pirates that you're taking on someone that you've had, you know, you know a lot about, but you've also had success recently against to try and turn it around uh, as far as the season goes? Um, you know, we like you said, we've kind of have you know, had some success against them lately, so I'd, I'd think that would be, you know, maybe to our advantage, but um, this, is a, this is a good Villa Grove team, and they're going to be, ready to play um they've got a lot of seniors on their team i think they've got 14 or 15 you know and they're you know, a lot of kids that played last year their quarterback's coming back that lane run it was really really good he's quit he's tough to stop so they got good size in the offensive line and, and some and some other good skill kids so um i would like to think maybe from a psychological standpoint it might help us a little bit but uh you know you kind of throw that stuff out the window whenever you are lined up there on, on friday night against your opponent and one last thing, Coach, and, and just want to get into the mindset of a coach, and that is how do you keep the players focused on this Villa Grove team, uh, knowing that next week you got Arthur, who currently sits 3-0, and and like we said, had success against Villa Grove in the past. Is it easy to possibly overlook them and kind of get in a little bit of a trap game? No, I don't think so. We've not even mentioned one thing about our, our you know, about Arthur. We're, mm-hmm. sitting, we're focused on Villa Grove, and that's kind of what we preach to the kids, you know, is, is, is one week at a time, and focus on the next next task at hand and and just again improve from what we've been doing you know the mistakes that we've been making the entire year and we put a focus on it again this week uh, of hanging on to the football and not turn it over to me that's one of the biggest uh, factors in wins and losses is not being able to take care of the ball so um, that's something we've been focused on and, and again focused on stuff that we can control and um, and how we can beat Will Grove on Friday. All right coach well we'll talk to you Friday night over on WCRA good luck to you. All right I appreciate it thank you Eric. Travis Sparks here with FEM head coach Brett Hefner, and how's it going for you, today, coach? Starting a new week. Yeah, yeah, we need a need a good practice today, so we'll see see how it goes. Had a good one yesterday, so hopefully we can follow it up with a good one today. Yeah, you're trying to bounce back after that loss on a Friday night to a Breeze Modern Day, and the final ended up being 36 to uh, 14. So it was a rough week three. Yeah, it was. Uh, my my bigger concern was, uh, you know, I. You never accept getting beat, but you can handle getting beat if you think you've played well. And, yeah. Uh, the frustrating part for me was for the first time probably ever here, we haven't had a game like that where I just felt like felt like our kids didn't compete, uh, didn't compete the way we we normally do, didn't fight the way we normally do, and um, you know, so that was that's what concerned me more than anything else. So that's kind of been the focal point going into this week. I know I've gotten a lot of questions about Matt too, and I'm like, look, I'm. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're focused on ourselves right now, sure. and, uh, you know, we, we get back to playing and fighting the way that, that we're used to doing that. We'll be, we'll be okay on Friday. Right, yeah, and I thought uh, last Friday kind of set the tone on the very first drive. Uh, they had a lengthy drive. You held them to a field goal, 
And then uh, your first possession, you ended up throwing an interception, and that kind of was like the whole entire night. Yeah, for you guys. yeah, it was. That, that kind of summed up. You know, we got off got off to a super slow start, which we couldn't do. You know, we had a handful of guys missing, you know, practice and stuff, whether they sure. were sick, not at school, or injured or whatever. And you just can't unless you're unless you're just super super talented. Mm-hmm. You can't miss practice and you can't miss reps, and then expect to go out on Friday night. And, and execute, and that's kind of kind of what we got on on Friday night. Uh, from an execution standpoint, like I said, I can I can deal with some execution things that can be fixed as, as long as we're fighting and competing. And I just I didn't think we I didn't think we competed very hard. Right, and I think that they converted that interception into points, and then later on they converted a fumble as well. They were having a short field uh, there, so turnovers were also an issue. Yeah, they were. You know, and we haven't turned it over much offensively. Sure. I, I would like to get a couple more defensively, uh, yeah. which would be nice. You know, Wade got a nice interception. Yeah. Um, you know, it led to some points the other night, and you know, hopefully that's something we can continue to to improve on. Right, yeah, finally got something positive on the board there in the second quarter. It was a quick strike there, and you were finally able to get on the board. You were trailing twenty. Yeah, I thought. Though. I thought. Yeah, I thought at that point. I thought similar maybe to last week. Okay, just get one and get us some momentum going. It just like like I said, it just kind of kind of died out. It just uh, mm-hmm. just a lack of excitement, lack of uh, enthusiasm, and that's that's been concerning. Right. Yeah, and like you mentioned, the interception there by Busher, and then. Uh, you converted that into points. I think it was a short field at that point, but I mean, you're still within striking distance, 29 to 14, uh, and I think it was like in the third quarter there at that point. Still yeah, and again, it's it's the same thing. Like I thought the same. Okay, hey, here we are, back at it. Like let's you know let's yeah. get some fight, get some get some juice going with this, and we just uh, for whatever reason we didn't have it, and uh, you know so hopefully hopefully we've addressed that, and hopefully this week we can get back to. I would say, like in uh, film, you're looking at what are you looking on to fix. In well, I think I think the big point. thing, like I, I can tell you right now, one of the things I you know, watch a film Saturday morning. We scored a touchdown, and if you watch our sideline, you wouldn't even know we scored. And so mm-hmm. just stuff like that, where it's the first time, the first time here that we've ever dealt with that. You know, and right. uh, um, you know, so so something that we that we talked about on Saturday, talked about again on Monday, uh, talked about again on Tuesday, and. Um, you know, so hopefully, hopefully today we can have another spirited practice and and uh, get back to to kind of how the how the programs used to be in. Right, uh, and uh, you guys are now one and two on the season and already week four. I feel like it's an important game coming up with the start of the conference season and just how well the Apollo as a whole has gotten off to. Yeah, so. it is. I mean, uh, you look at everybody's record uh, that's in the conference, and, and uh, you know, I, I I think everybody's won at least one game. Yeah. Uh, Matt, two and us are probably the only two that are one and two. I think everybody else is two and one or three and zero. Oh. So yeah, yep. we've got our we've got our hands full coming up. Uh, you know, it's it's an important one. Uh, you know, everybody's zero and zero in the conference, and, and so this is this is an important one to get with it being the first one. Right, you guys are trying to correct the things uh, from your side, but um, Mad Tune, they come in, like you said, they're one and two as well, and I think they're pretty similar to uh, last year, having some of the same players and the quarterbacks, same. Yeah, they've got, they've got, you know, and Coach Kimbrough's second year, so, you know, they're, and, and they are much improved, you know, um, um, you know, they're making a little bit more of an effort to run the football this year, uh, mm-hmm. you know, quarterback back, and. Uh, they got some good size up front. Uh, defensively, uh, his son uh, is playing middle linebacker. They've got some kids over there that can play. Uh, you know, and they, and they played some pretty good people. They played Triad oh, week yeah. one, and they played Highland week three. So they, it's not like they, it's not like they haven't played played good people. So they're they're one and two with good reason. I mean, those are those are two pretty good programs. So uh, you know, back up at 
back up at their place. They've only had one home game. I think it's their homecoming, so uh, so I'm sure they'll be ready to go. Yeah. All right, Coach. Well, thanks for uh, joining me here, and uh, we'll talk to you after the game on Friday. Sounds good. Thank you. Appreciate those two uh, gentlemen catching up with us here. And uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, close this thing down and uh, let's uh, get to uh, some of this date in uh, sports history. What happened on this date over there in sports? Yes. That's you. I got an email. Sorry, I was checking my email. My bad. All right, this day in sports history, a couple of things that I saw that uh, wanted to bring up. Uh, The first, hold on, I got to scroll through my ESPN packet of uh, NFL news and notes for the weekend because they like to send that to us on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or every day. I mean, they just love sending (laughs) NFL stuff, and they know how much I love the NFL, Mm -hmm. and so I read through all of it. Okay. On this day, in 1990, Travis, Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. hit back-to-back homers, becoming the first father and son to homer in the same game in MLB history. Nice. On this day in 1994, the baseball season, already shut down by a month-long strike, is officially canceled along with the World Series in a vote by 26 of the 28 teams. Mm. On this date in 2003, Jamal Lewis runs for an NFL record 295 yards against the Browns. That record has since been broken by Adrian Peterson in 2007. Yep. And finally, Travis, this one, a little close to home. I remember this. 2008, Carlos Zambrano no-hits the Astros for the Cubs' first no-hitter since Milt Pappas in 1972. The game was played at then a Miller Park in Milwaukee due to Hurricane Ike. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yep. Such a weird feeling watching that game as the Cubs and Astros are taking place in Milwaukee. It was just, yep. it was odd. <laughs> it was odd, but there you go. Yep, and then he goes out and throws a no-hitter. Yep. <laughs> Crazy. So, there you go. That is the state in sports history. The state in sports history. All right. Very well. Very well. Got lots of stuff coming up for uh, the weekend. I'm sure. Jam-packed mm-hmm. three days worth stuff mm-hmm. so uh well that will do it for us here today and we'll be back tomorrow to get you set for the high school football games on the friday night lights look at week four of that and we'll preview the Atlanta game and preview the weekend events as well all right have a great rest of your day that'll do it Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Peace.